there have been a couple revolutions of sorts in Georgia in the past few decades. In 2003, the Rose Revolution led to a raft of democratic and economic reforms. And before that, in 1991, Georgia gained independence with the collapse of the Soviet Union. But for much of the 20th century, Georgia was under Soviet rule. And a lot of Russian traditions flowed across the border, sometimes influencing, sometimes replacing Georgian traditions. Now, religious communities in Georgia are rediscovering one of those lost traditions, sacred song. Caitlin Carroll has a story. The Bode Bay Convent perches high above Signagi, a wine-growing region in eastern Georgia. The 30 nuns at Bode Bay tend their gardens and paint icons of their patron saint, Nino. They also chant. These chants are centuries old, but the sound of the nuns singing them is relatively new. Abbas Theodora says for a long time, Georgian religious traditions were suppressed. So now when the nuns sing the old chants, it's like a connection to the roots of their faith. Because it was forbidden, forbidden, the faith was forbidden. We were seeking, we, we were searching. Under Soviet rules, many monasteries and convents like Bod Bay closed, and Georgian sacred chant, which had been passed down orally, was almost lost. Abbas Theodora says now that Georgian convents and monasteries have reopened, they're trying to relearn these traditional chants. It's a treasure, this old chanting. Yes, it's a treasure because it's the musical point of view and in point of view of spiritual, it's very, very important. The process of resurrecting Georgian chant took years of detective work. Very few original recordings are available. Music scholars poured over recordings like this one, made in 1903, to piece together the complex three-part harmonies. Malchaz Arkwanitze led a lot of the research into the old chants. He says the last recordings were made in 1966 by an 80-year-old master chanter who sang all three parts by himself to demonstrate how the voices worked together. He was last master who was still alive. And after this work, he, he will die about uh, six months later. Arquanitze transcribed these recordings into chant books, but choirs here still struggle with the dissonant sounds. So Arquanitze and another music scholar opened the country's first chant school in Tbilisi. He hopes the students will spread these chants throughout the country. Chan student Giga Jalagonia travels five hours on weekends to teach a choir in Martvili. On the way, Jalagonia sings the first chant he learned with our translator, John Graham, who also sings in a choir here. Jalagonia says when he first learned this chant as a teenager, he would sing it again and again. He says it's now, it's become a debt that we've studied, and it's now important for us to teach the next generation. Jalagonia teaches a mostly boys' choir at the Martvili Monastery. As he walks up to the church, the boys flock around him, eager for their lesson. Oh, Paolo. 
Vat gam shone buli. The chants may be centuries old, but even among the youngest generation of Georgians, they definitely strike a chord. For the world, I'm Caitlin Carroll, Martvili, Georgia. Caitlin Carroll's report was supported by a 2012 Knight Lose Fellowship for reporting on global religion. You can see scenes from this renewed tradition. We have a slideshow from Georgia at theworld.org. From the Nana Bill Harris Studios at WGBH in Boston, I'm Marco Werman. Thank you for listening. Okay.